0: Good morning and welcome to your favorite podcast with your hosts, Marissa and Alexis. And today we are joined by our third guest for our Happy Hour series named Allie. She's going to introduce herself in a little bit, but in case you're new here and you don't know what Happy Hour is, this is our segment or series that we do on this podcast where we bring in different guests and ask them all the same exact questions because I think it's really freaking interesting to hear everybody's different answers and all the experiences and you know past things that they bring to the table that we can all learn from. In general just knowing that like everybody comes with their own stories and own baggage and I'm really loving the series. So Ali is our third guest for Happy Hour and I'm going to pass it off to her. We're recording today in the same little room. I feel so sad cuz all of our guests have recorded with me and Alexis is just in Florida.
1: <laughs> I'm aware. Every time I'm on the <laughs> other side of the screen, I know. I'm from totally oh,
0: no. oh my goodness. But hello, Allie. Welcome. As mm-hmm. always, we usually have our guests introduce themselves. So if you want to give everybody a little like shindig on you, kind of like think speed dating. Give us all the hot topics about you.
2: Okay. Um, well, I'm Allie. I work at Starbucks like Marissa does. I recently left our store, though. <laughs> I'm at you a different one me. now. I did. <laughs> Oopsies. Um, but yeah, I work at Starbucks. I do have a psychology degree. I don't use it. I <laughs> um, do. Does, I mean, Alexis is the only one using I her say psychology Ale- degree. Alexis is actively using her psychology degree. I think it's just kind of funny, though, that, like, when I, the thing about being on here, I was like, wow, we all have psych degrees. And, and there's two of us chilling. <laughs> I'm a YouTuber. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, I think it's funny, though, because, like, I actually do use it at Starbucks a lot. Like, oh, yeah. With, like, the weird situations we're in sometimes with, like, customers and then, like, the people we work with. And sometimes and then people are like, how oh, are you so wise? I'm like, I have a psych degree. <laughs> I just know things. I think
0: people with psych degrees are unbiased, but, like, um, superior. I mean,
2: we're built different. <laughs> like, honestly, mentally we're built different. <laughs> Nothing is better than, like, looking at, like, a situation from outside of it and being like, I logically know what to do. And then not doing it. <laughs> and then my own emotions are like...
0: Fuck that. Um. Literally, I'm faced with those kinds of things every single day where I'm like, my textbook would tell me to do this and I'm going to actively go against that. You know, like we talked about in the last episode, Alexis, where I'm like, who would have thought that, you know, going outside
2: would help my mental health? Yeah. Yeah. Who would have thought? (laughs) Not every
0: psychologist ever. You're like,
2: I know that exercising releases all those happy things. And then you're like, I'm just not going to do it. I'm just not going to do it. I just don't
0: want to do it. Well, Everything. Allie, psych degree, Starbucks. What else? Give us your hot hot topics. My hot
2: topics? Um, I have three cats and a dog. Mm-hmm. A lot of cats. They all came from ditches or something. Like a <gasps> parking lot cat. Oh. One came, One I found in a ditch. One ate way too many hair ties and almost died. And then oh. they couldn't pay for his surgery. And I was like, I'll pay for it. And that's why I ended up with him. Because oh. he's uh, silly little guy. <laughs> 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 silly little guy. <laughs> Uh, I Nova would never
0: survive in a ditch. Nova? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. Nova's Alexis's cat. It was the, I saw her. <laughs> she's
1: so uh, cute. Yeah, no. She's scared of going outside. Like, actively will
2: not go outside. She would die oh. if she were free. See, Cookie, the one who ate the hair ties, he would not go outside. He won't. The other two I have, the one from the parking lot in the ditch, they were like, yeah, let me go out. I'm like, no, you're too small. Remember last time you went outside? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, man, look at where I... Like, Started from the bottom, now you're here. Like, why would you want to go back? Literally. But, yeah, I have a lot of animals. I did work in a vet clinic, and I am a certified surgery veterinary technician as well. Um, I did not go to school for that. Because you don't have to go to school for that. Fun fact. Um, but that's insane. You just have to work really hard. I know a lot of weird things. I know a lot of, like, I always tell people I have, like, I read a lot, and I have a lot of random knowledge. Like, when it comes to, like, medical things for pets, and then, like, psychology, and then I know just, like, a lot of weird things about literature, What mental illness is that? (laughs) Let's diagnose it right now. (laughs) Three psych majors. Let's diagnose it. (laughs) Honest to God. I don't Um, know. It's so weird, though. I just like to learn things, and then I just
0: have it. I mean, I feel that. I have a lot of niche niche things. Cohen makes fun of me because randomly, and it doesn't happen too often, but when it does, I'm like, did you know? And he just already knows where it's going to go, and he starts dying because you never know what the fuck is going to come out of my mouth. I think, like, I was getting ready for a shower one day, And the, like, water was too hot. Cohen likes it, like, burning. Like, Mm -hmm. actual skin peeling off of his body. (laughs) And I thought I liked hot showers until this man likes burning showers. And I'm just sitting there like, did you know that if you put a frog in boiling water, they will jump out? But if you put a frog in cold water or just, like, normal water and you slowly heat the the pot up, he will die in there. Because the sensors of the frog, like if you immediately hit hot water, like how you touch a stove and you're like, oh, oh hurts, that reflex. And so it's that reflex of like, oh my gosh. And the frog will jump out. But if you just like slowly increase the temperature, he'll just die. And like Cohen was like, what the actual fuck? <laughs> like, like,
2: like, the worst part about that to me is like, someone found this out because like they did it. Exactly. <laughs> like who did that? He was just boiling a frog slowly alive.
1: I'm embarrassed to say that I also knew that fact.
2: Yes, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> what weird thank corner of in the internet are you two on? You know, I, I say that, but like Yum yeah. the other day it was like three in the morning, I couldn't sleep and one of my friends texted me and then was like, Why did you respond to me? And I was like, Well, I can't sleep and they're like, What are you doing? And I was like, just looking at facts. They're like, like what? I was like, Did you know Nepal is the only country to not have a rectangular flag? And they're like, Who? What? Nepal. Their flag is not a rectangle. What is it? It's, like, a weird pennant shape. It's, like, started like a rectangle. It looks like they just cut a triangle out of the middle of it, like, on the side. It's really weird. But, yeah, they're just different. Interesting. And he didn't believe me, so I sent him a picture of it. <laughs> and he was, like, why, why are you looking this up? And I'm, like, I don't know. Hmm. Why are you not?
0: See, the intro part of all of these. <laughs> we learned so much. <laughs> right? Yeah. How old are you? I am 25. Almost 26. What is your
2: sign? Virgo. Oh, our first Virgo. First Virgo. (laughs) Nice. I think that says a lot about, like, you know, (laughs) a lot about me and my, like, work ethic and everything. (gasps) What's your Enneagram? Oh, uh, I think it's I-N... No, 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 that's a different thing. Which one?
0: Your Enneagram is, like, you're a two-wing three, a four-wing five, or, like, a nine. Oh, you didn't do that one? No, I've never done that one. You didn't listen to our episode where we did the Enneagram test? Yeah. No, I think I did, but I don't think I've ever done it. Literally, fake friend. It was linked in the show notes. You should have taken it with us. I know. I just don't think I did it.
2: <laughs> we well, have to I did it. retake the love language one, though. What's your top love language? My top love language. Oh, hold on. I actually have to look it up. I wrote oh. it down. <laughs> oh, it changed. It changed. Oh, that's right. It turned to physical touch. <gasps> Mine, too. Remember, I, <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to unpack this later. <laughs> we will have to unpack this later when we get into, like, relationships at all. Because, yes. like, holy shit. Because I mean, it wasn't that before ever. And I was like, oh, it used to be quality time and acts of service, Mm -hmm. which are still in my top three. But I did remember because it was right after things had happened. (laughs) And I was like, hmm, I should retake this. And then I did. And then they also Mm -hmm. had on their website like an appreciation quiz, like how you want to be shown appreciation or no apologizing, like like a sympathy one. And I actually am going to use it in our next shift meeting at work. Um, and how, how, did it, how do we test like for that. It, it's on the five like love languages like website yeah everyone um, has a
1: different apology style because like and I'm sorry yeah. is okay for some people but other people need like a gesture and other people need like things like that
2: interesting Uh can we do that in the next episode you guys should yes. honestly it was a good one I like really learned a lot about myself and I realized that like I don't give a shit if you tell me I'm sorry like that's great but like for me it was like I need you to tell me how you're going to not do this to me again. How are you going to improve? And then hopefully you follow through on it. But like without the expectation of like you're going to be perfect at it right away. Because like that's not always realistic. But it's like I just want you to tell me what is your plan to be better. Because like I understand you're sorry and that's great. But if you just keep doing it to me, that's where I'm like I don't trust you anymore. And I have trust issues. So that's like that's my big apology one. I want to know if there's a test for like... The different styles of being angry. They have an angry anger assessment one, but it's basically just, like, it's, like, a, like, a, are you, do you cope with anger well, and, like, do you not? Like, it's, like, a, like, a, it literally goes from, like, red to green, like, it's, like, a, a bar. Mm. Um, but it's I've not, like, a. recently
0: discovered about myself, and, like, this will have to be a whole other episode, but I've recently discovered, mainly because I was, like, doing some, um, like, past work, like, I was just trying to think through different situations that I've been mainly with relationships. And I realized that when I was, like, angry, I would have to, like, talk myself into staying angry in order to prove my point that I was actually mad. And I felt like if I forgave them too soon that they wouldn't know that I was actually upset.
2: Like, they would think it wasn't a big deal. Yes. And I was like,
0: this isn't a big... I would sit here and be like, it's not a big deal, but I have to make sure that I'm upset long enough for them to know that it was a big deal. Because if they do it and I say it's okay or like I forgive you or whatever too soon then they wouldn't know that it actually like I don't know how to explain it but I realized I do that and I want to know what that is
2: well yeah, that's interesting I don't know if that's an
1: anger thing or more of like a, a personal thing Oh. of like why <laughs> like, like, you gotta be way? right <laughs>
0: she's gotta be right <laughs> well saying, oh, I do have to be right but I don't know is that attached to being right I just feel like people didn't and that might be like past trauma in a weird way but I feel like people wouldn't take me yeah. seriously or like they would think that they could walk all mm-hmm. over me and I'm like no I'm gonna prove to you that I'm actually upset and even though I'm not upset anymore inside I'm going to physically show you that I'm still upset to prove my point that you hurt me
1: well there you go you just said what it was it's not an anger thing. It's needing to prove why. your point.
2: Like, <laughs> I mean, why do you hold on to like anger specifically? Because yeah. you could also be upset. I mean, you can be upset in a way that's not anger. Hmm. We're getting too deep. In- We're in the intro stage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. Holy shit! Three psych majors in a room. What are you gonna do? Literally, I can't. We're no. <laughs> it's um, my intro run.
0: Maggie Marissa's uh, trauma. <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, so the next section, you really can only speak on me in terms of, like, actual in person. But I am curious, and I want you to start with Alexis, because Ali has oh. listened to hopefully, like, every episode, I think, and yeah, pretty pretty whatever. Much. She loves the podcast. And I'm curious of what your first impressions were of Alexis just via the podcast. Yeah, me and too. And then you can talk about, like, me or yeah. whatever, but, like, you've never met Alexis, so yeah, just listening... Literally. <laughs> I would. I think that's interesting, and I want to hear your take on well, what you thought. Well, my first
2: impression of Alexis actually wasn't from the podcast. It was when you took a vacation, like, last fall or winter, and you went to see her when you guys, I think, were planning this podcast. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or last spring or whatever it was. And it's this distinct Instagram post in my head of you guys went to, like, this really cute coffee shop. And you were oh. sitting on, like, this, you both were sitting on, like, this, like, bench sheet seat thing Mm -hmm. and like that like when i think of alexis and you that is what i think of like initially so like going to listen to your intro um episode which i think i listened to to walk to like starbucks to get coffee on my day off or something is when i listened to it for the first time um and listening to that intro and then you guys were talking about like the pictures that express you guys and this and that and mm-hmm. I hadn't I purposely didn't pull up the posts because I was waiting to see if either of you guys had picked one of those pictures and you didn't mm. but I was like it was just so funny because to me that was like when I think like oh Alexis and Marissa are starting a podcast that was like and I think you had told me that you, that was like you guys were brainstorming ideas and at the coffee shop and that was like what I thought of was like that specific I'll have to pull it up and be like post it when you post no I know what you're talking about yeah that specific Mm -hmm. Instagram post is like what I thought of when I thought of Alexis and then I was like oh it just makes sense like you know you guys went to like a really cute coffee shop together and like hung out and you both looked super cute and then you were like we're gonna make this podcast about like talking about life and like going through life and navigating life in your 20s and like being young and like fucking up and figuring things out and I was like yeah you know like looking at them that makes sense to me like when you told me what the topics were basically and how it's going to be a little bit of anything yeah but with different people and all this I was like yeah like that like that picture looks like people who would do that and would do it well and that's oh, what, that was yeah. like my first impression I love Interesting. that uh, t- fun tidbit
0: that coffee shop was called badass coffee yeah because <laughs> we're badass women
1: <laughs> absolutely <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> okay so what about like after hearing Alexis on the podcast, like some of her takes or just like kind of getting to
2: know her, have you like well, I think like what is your impressions I think, of her? And I told you this because I don't know if I should out this, but Out one it. Of the, <laughs> Out it One of the unpack that questions on the first one was mine. Oh, yes. Oh, I don't yes. know. Does Alexis know this? I told her after we after you it. recorded it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So like the first mine was it, for those at home. Mine was the one about like I put myself in work and like I don't feel any value when I'm not at work. Mm-hmm. And Alexis's first comment on it, like the minute you read the question, was like. Why do you think that that's the only time you evaluate? I, I literally had to pause it. I was like, "Oh shit!" I was like, "I was like this girl," because like I knew Marissa was going to say something like that. Because Marissa knew it was my question and saw that I submitted it, and she knew who I was. Mm-hmm. But I was like, "Shit!" She doesn't know me. She doesn't know where I work. She doesn't know what I do. She doesn't know my background. And mm-hmm. I was like, "Damn!" And I think because she didn't know me, it hit harder, way harder.
1: I'm so sorry. And- no, it was, it was not a so bad. It was way. really good.
2: Like, okay. so good to the point that, like, I, the next week in therapy, sat down with my therapist who I've been seeing for years and was like, hey, like, my friend and her friend who both psych majors. So they kind of, like, you know, pick it apart. Not like to the degree that you guys were like literally trying to diagnose oh, yeah, me no. or anyone else or anything like that. But like, you Just pick it apart. Advice. You think about it in that way because you're trained to. You know what I mean? Your brain thinks that way now that you know the information. And then my therapist is like, Like, I told her that, like, in passing, and then the next time we had an appointment, she emailed me and said, bring that podcast episode, we're gonna listen to the part about you, and I was like, fuck, (laughs) I was like, no, oh, fuck, and we literally sat there for an hour, we listened to it, because, like, that section was, like, 15 or 20 minutes, and then for the rest of my hour-long session, we picked apart... The things you guys said. How did it resonate with me? What would my therapist, like, add on to that as someone who's, like, been with me through my coping and my trauma mm-hmm. and whatever? And, like, because, like, the pulling myself away from work is something I've always struggled to do. And, like, I my boss even said to me today that she felt like I needed to maybe take a break. And I was like, but, like, when? <laughs> like, bitch, when? Um, I mean, as it, like, I'm working six days this week, so, like, the only father shift supervisor at my store can have Father's Day off. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I requested Sunday off to... Come back from the Taylor Swift to Eras tour concert in Pittsburgh, and I will be coming back from Jealous. Pittsburgh and going straight to work. So oh like,
1: God.
2: yeah. Be but going did to the close. therapist
0: did she stroke our ego for a second? Did she agree with us?
2: Yes. Okay. There was not a single <laughs> thing she disagreed with. There were oh. things she just went more in depth on.
0: Because again,
2: and she's like, now I understand that like. I, like, I told her, I said, Marissa's trying to not make it obvious it's me, but then, like, you talked about, like, things I could do to unwind, and you said, like, roller skating and video games, because <laughs> those are things I like, and you knew that, but she was, like, you know, I was, like, she was trying not to make it obvious to me, because she knows, like, some of our, like, my old co-workers at our old the store that we used to work at together, because I'm not there anymore, but, like, They could listen to it, and they would. you were trying to make it not obvious it was me. Yeah. I knew it was me, and you knew it was me. But I think
0: I was trying really hard with my answers to be unbiased, but obviously I still knew, so I tried to call
2: out things that I knew you would relate to, but still giving the advice that I would give to anybody that submitted that question. And, like, they could still apply, there were examples of things that can apply to multiple people, Mm -hmm. and that's, like, so she basically just took that stuff where it was, like, a bit more broad and just, like, hyper-focused and made it more specific. Mm. Um. So, which was really cool, actually. Like, a... 10 out of 10, I was. she literally told me that she was like, man, if they do this again, like, not kidding, might have some people here submit questions mm-hmm. to, like, this podcast or a different one. Because she thought it would be really, really cool to, like... No, seriously. I think she actually also just like listens to it now. So, <gasps> hi, Jen. Um, <laughs> oh my God. But, like, literally, like, she, we should we have, have Jen me. on the podcast. <laughs> oh my God, yes. That'd be so funny. She just diagnoses you we'll guys. We'll tell and-
0: her that we're going to film or record, I think, our Unpack That.
2: In like a week or two, oh, I so don't we'll her have know. to. Yeah, I see her Thursday. I will tell her because that way, then, because I told her to follow you guys on Instagram and was like, they put it on the story, and it was like mm-hmm. on there. And she told me that she's probably gonna follow you guys and like put notifications on or whatever. So she oh, didn't know. Yeah. She doesn't use social media very much because of her job, which like I get. But I was, she was like, I might just have to turn notifications on so I don't miss it. And I was like, I will also keep an eye out.
0: Um, yeah, I think we'll post it this week or something because I think it's Monday is when we were trying to record that. Um, yeah. So, we'll do another Let's Unpack That, which I'm excited about. We only answered, like, two questions in the first one, but we kind of want to, like, it just depends on how in-depth and how long the episode is, but we can always, yeah. like,
2: save those questions from that submission to record the next time. Well, or, the other one I'm was, like, go. a really good, like, relationship one that I was, like, a lot of people definitely struggle with this and definitely just, like, internalize it and never address it, and they just hope for the best. And that's what I did, and that's what I said. <laughs> I'm, like, I don't have an answer. <laughs> I'm, like, damn. This sucks. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh. It's tough. That one
0: was tough, for sure. I was, like, damn. Okay, well then let's take it to me. Your first impressions of me. So obviously I started working at Starbucks, you were already there. I remember like
2: I, I remember meeting you. you. Yes. Yeah, but I as trained- far as just
0: like your impressions of me as like an individual,
2: because we did like group training or whatever. Yeah. But if you had any, like what was your first like impression? Well, when I trained you, I didn't know initially that you were gonna be a shift supervisor. Like I knew one person out of the two groups, because I was training two groups of like six and seven people, was a shift lead, but Danielle never told me who. And I remember that I asked her if it was you and she was like, why are you asking? And I was like, well, because I was like, she's asking questions. She's like looking for things to do, like to try. Like I remember at one point, like you just asked because we had like, you would finish your modules or whatever or something. And you're like, can I just go like mess around on the POS and practice ringing in drinks that like I've seen on TikTok. And I was like, fuck yeah, like go right ahead. And you were like asking questions about it and then helping other people. So I remember like my first person was like, okay. So she's not just someone here for like an extra paycheck. Um, or whatever. I mean, like, you probably are, but also, you know what I mean? Like, you were trying. I take my jobs very seriously. Well, and, like, that's the thing. When you work in customer (laughs) service, like, Starbucks or, like, any retail job, like, half the people you get, you expect to suck, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Like, because it's just a job. It's not a career. Yeah. Um, but I was like, okay, she actually, like, gives a shit. But the other thing was just, like, the first couple shifts you worked, you didn't work very long before you shut down. And then I saw you a couple times in Market Street when I went in there, and you were always just like, I don't know. I'm doing my best. I was like, you know, same. (laughs) So, my first impression Pretty was really, like, you were, like, a hard worker and, like, you, like, at least gave a shit to an extent. Like, you never know for sure. Um, and then I remember the day that everybody was, like, freaking out because they found out you had a YouTube channel. Oh, my God. And I tried I, so hard to oh, not let
0: people know. You hit it. Yeah.
2: Well, I yeah. I don't, like, hide it
0: on purpose, but this just happens every time, like, it comes up. And then people dive into it and they want to ask. And then they go look at it. And I'd like to solidify... My, we talked about this when we, like, talked with Allison of, like, is having social media a green flag or red flag kind of thing where I would prefer to make my own first impressions versus mm-hmm. someone going and watching all my content and then assuming who I am or, like, assuming yeah. the things that I like or don't like or, like, anything like that. So, if people find out too early in, like, me knowing them, I don't always like that. Okay. If that makes sense. So, I wasn't, like, hiding yeah. it forever because now we talk about it and it's very open and I'll go yeah. in and I'm, like, did you guys listen to the newest podcast episode? like. It's not that I hide it, I just want to, I was still new there, so I was trying to, like, let people get to know me first.
2: Well, and that was very obvious to me, which I thought was kind of, like, again, not that I thought you were, like, arrogant or something, but you never know. When someone is like, oh, I'm a content creator or whatever. um, And I also don't like that stereotype, so. And, like, we definitely have, like, another partner that we had both worked with at one point. Who, like, got really big on TikTok for a while. And it was, like, definitely fed that person's ego a little bit. And mm-hmm. I was, like, damn. Like, calm yeah. down, kiddo. Um, and it's just, like, not the type of people I like to hang around with. But because, like, you weren't like that, I was, like, like, I think I found out way later than everybody else. And, like, it just came up one day in passing. And I was, like, she does? And they're, like, yeah, she's got, like, a chunk of followers, too. And I was, like, well, that's cool. And I was kind of, like, huh. You know, cause, like, it's something, that, like, a lot of people probably would brag about. I was like hmm, she must be really modest <laughs> I was like, which like again is great but like it was just it was just so interesting to me because I was like man most of the people I meet who like do cool things are super aggressively like
1: I do bullshit. about and <laughs> arrogant about
2: it and like another one of the shift leads at my news store like is in a band and like does all this photography shit and I was like why do you like why did it take me a whole month and a half like six weeks being here before you talked about this and he was like I don't like to talk about it because I'm always scared people think I'm bragging. Mm. And then he was, like, putting out new music and stuff like that, though. And I was like, hey, but, like, this shit's cool. You should, like, kind of brag about it. And he was like, I'm always scared to because, like, I've genuinely like, lost friends over it or, like, people have not wanted to be my friend. I was like, dude, you're hanging out the wrong front of people. Well, yeah, exactly. I've okay. never thought of it in a braggy way. I've only thought of it as, like,
0: my Hannah Montana life. Like, I would rather <laughs> be, like, a normal girl. I fucking love that. <laughs> With and a normal just, life. Right, like, and it's not even... I'm not even thinking of it in terms of people only be for my only be my friends for clout because I don't have clout. Like I'm still <laughs> a like, small creator, so like I don't think of myself that way. So I don't ever think I'm bragging about it, but I just don't want people to have like, like I don't know, preconceived notion. Feel like they me. can get something out of it. Yeah. So like I just like to just be myself and people get to know me, and then it's like, oh, you like to take pictures and like take memories and yeah. Whatnot. So, but yeah, that whole that was very interesting and. If this subscriber is listening, who did this? Like, no, there's nothing bad about it, and I loved getting to meet you. But I was working at like Market Street or whatever, and oh, you told me this. (laughs) And like, this person walked in and like recognized me, and they were just like, oh my god, like you're Marissa Nicole. Like, can I get a picture with you? Like, not in a bit, like not not in a crazy way, not an actual celebrity way, but like, there's really nice about it. And I was like, oh, of course, and like I came out, but I was like. I didn't know if I could or not because I'm like wearing the apron. Like, I don't know. I don't know rules about that kind of stuff. And so I go out there and I take a picture with her and I get to meet her and I talk to her a little bit and then she leaves. And then a person that's on my team as well, they were like, Marissa, are you famous and you didn't tell us? It's like, no, no, I'm not. It's fine. And like that's how everybody knew. Cause then I was like, they were like, I'm gonna Google it. And cause I was like, No, I'm not and they kept asking me what it was, how did they know me? I'm like, I'm not telling you. They're like, it's fine, Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna Google you. And then they did and then told everybody, and obviously in a very funny way. I don't again, I don't care that people know, but it was just that's how people found out. And then everybody you was literally about are
1: it. famous. You are famous. No, I'm not. As of right not now. That you moment are.
2: though. You had your little celebrity moment. <sighs> You're the know. best. <laughs> <of both worlds.
0: laughs> I don't know what the fuck I would do in that situation. I mean, no, I absolutely love it. So please, like, I swear if someone's listening to this and they're like, oh, like, no, please come up to me and say hi. Like I, I, it's my favorite thing ever. It was just really awkward because I was at work. <laughs> yeah, right. Because
2: you're like, I still have my fucking.
0: I know. I on. Like, I'm you're like, I have like
2: caramel drizzle in my pocket. Exactly. Like, what is going on? I'm wearing half a drink. Like. Yeah.
0: So I love that, and that's how everybody found out. And now it's like fun, and it's fine because everybody already knows me, and they have like, yeah, whatever. So, yeah.
2: I because that was during the shutdown, so it was, you had been there. It was like really over fresh, a, like around a month maybe. Yeah. So, not there like crazy long, but not there like fresh out of training. Right, which is good.
0: Well, 10 out of 10, Alexis, you and I both have positive first impressions.
1: I love to hear it. That makes me feel so good. <laughs> I usually give really bad first impressions, so I will take no, that. No, you don't. No, I do. I give very bad first impressions. I no, that's I a just shame. seem like really awkward
2: a lot, like, personally. Like, I feel like I just look like a little potato. <laughs> no, Alexis just likes to be very reserved.
0: Like, she's one of those people that, like, is absolutely crazy and wild, but then when you meet her, she's like quiet and nothing until you yeah, get to like know how her out and then was just crazy. Her.
1: Like yeah. I
2: loved hearing that whole story. Yeah, we all thought you were. <laughs> that innocent. was so fun. I was like, "Damn, this is fucking <laughs> hilarious."
1: I'm just a little extroverted. That's uh, probably Yeah. The word. I don't, I don't know.
0: know. Okay, we're jumping into the core of this episode where we ask all the same questions and we see how your answers differ. From everyone else. (laughs) All the others. So, Alexis, take it away.
1: Okay, the first one is, what are your non-negotiable parts of, like, your day or your weekend? So, these are, like, your must-haves for a good day kind of things.
2: I think you can already guess number one, Marissa. Coffee. Yep. (laughs) I, like, swear to God, you and my therapist are going to brand on my arm, coffee is not a meal. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, I, it is to me. No, it's not.
1: <laughs> Make a poll. Is coffee a meal? Mm, absolutely not.
0: It's not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even need to pull that. <laughs> coffee is also not
2: water. Well, it is if you have an Americano. Nope. It doesn't count. <laughs> nope. It was funny because um, Basil, who I'm going to move in with soon, um, was talking to me. And I was like, yeah, I've been making a lot of, like, iced Americanos at home because I have an espresso machine. And they were like, why the fuck are you drinking Americanos? And I was like, well, you know, it's kind of like a quick way to make an iced coffee, right? Like, if you don't have, like, yeah. if you're not making cold brew or whatever. But I also was like, you know, I get a little water with my espresso. No. And they're like, it's fucking awful. Yeah. No. I was like, okay. no, mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. coffee, though. So, uh, the perfect start to Allie's day is...
2: Breakfast. Breakfast, water, and then coffee. I do drink a lot of water, though. I've been pretty good about that lately. Okay. And I do, like, I have a Hydro Flask with, like, a bunch of stickers on it, and, like, that bitch comes with me everywhere. It's your emotional support water bottle. Honestly, yeah. It really is. <laughs> it really is. It with me literally everywhere. But, like, definitely coffee. The other one that is, like, really big for me for, like, a good day is I am a big, like, one-man dance party. Ooh. Like, you, and, like, people are always like, oh, like, well, like, you live in an apartment or whatever. I'm like, put your fucking headphones in. and Blast that shit. And just dance around your apartment. Yeah. Like, I do it all the time. Like, this morning when I was getting ready for work, like, I curled my hair and I was putting on makeup and I was fucking blasting music in my bathroom, jumping around like a lunatic. And, like, it's just fun. I like, it, whether it's while I'm getting ready or it's, like, before I go to work, it's when I come home, whatever. Um, I don't know if part of that's because, like, I used to do dance and I thought it was really fun. Mm-hmm. But, like, I also just, and, like, I cycle through different playlists. I, I listen to, like, a little bit of everything. So sometimes it's, like, a heavy metal playlist, and we're having a one-man dance party in the bathroom. Other times, it's, like, right now we have the quarter-life crisis breakup playlist that, oh. like, has been on repeat. Mm. Um, <laughs>
0: the Did you, um, like my SPF 50? No. Lyrics? Wait, what?
2: Did you listen to the last episode that posted this week? No, I have not listened. To all, not all the Ugh. way. I started it yesterday on my lunch break at work. And, and I was, was going to try to listen to it while I put away the order, but I was moving to my boxes and I couldn't hear it as well. Mm-hmm. So I turned on just music. Uh, we talked about, like, how music plays an
0: important role in my life or whatever, and I choose to listen to upbeat, happy breakup
2: songs to still that's up my mood kind while, of I like, am. being sad. Yeah, so that's, like, that playlist is a bunch of, like like fuck men you don't need them um kind of things like like honest to god one of the songs i just put on there is called for the plot and it's about like i do stupid shit for the plot because i'm in my hot girl summer don't give a fuck era right now mm, is it by the Emmeline girl no it's by zoe clark i think or mm. something i found her on tiktok i find a lot of my like really good female artists on tiktok mm-hmm. i have a There's song i like, heard in my playlist I was gonna say the name sounds zero familiar, feelings but, yeah. is one that like was really popular by her. That one is also a banger for me. And there's like she has a couple that I really really like. Interesting. I think it's Zoe Clark, Zoe something. I mean, music is definitely a big role in my life every day, so I agree on that one. Yeah, and I think like I think a lot of people can find a lot of comfort in music because you can literally find a song for any mood or anything. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely up there on there for me. Roller skating is another big one. Roller, specifically, roller skating with Marissa because they are our therapy sessions <laughs> and it is great. When we catch up about what's going on. And we do a little bitching, It's literally like, you know like people like stitching bitch, we skating bitch. Like, honest to God. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Love that. It's
0: a good time. So, perfect day. Coffee, dancing, skating.
2: What else? On doing something, like, I, I, this is so broad, but doing something creative. And I know that's like, so fucking broad. But part of it is like, I always tell people, I'm the jack of all trades, but master of none. Like, if you think of a craft, I probably have it. I do like embroidery and cross stitch, and I knit and I sew and I do cosplay and I have I have a wood burner. I like I make beaded things, I do resin stuff. I lately have been getting really into like dyeing and painting clothes. Like I did the jacket I'm wearing right now. I just dyed a wedding dress three colors and I'm gonna paint like a, like a sky night scene on it. Um, I'm gonna do a jacket for one of my coworkers um, pretty soon for like a leather jacket for him. So like, I just like wanna do something that like, I make something with my hands, mm-hmm. and I do something, and a lot of times I do it for other people, because, like, it's I'll,
0: like your love language. Yeah,
2: and, like, I'll make things for myself, and I'll paint things and put them on my wall or whatever, but, like, when you do it and then you give it to someone, it's, like, half of the thing out of that is, like, getting to see them and be, like, oh my god, this is so nice, thank you. Mm-hmm. But that's the other thing, is really just doing something creative, whatever that may be, just something. I like that. I do, too. I think that's me. That's pretty much it. I'm trying to sleep. Sleep sleep has been rough for me lately. Take a nap. So, like, honestly, like, even if I just take, like, a really solid, like, one hour nap in the afternoon, or, like, if I go to bed at, like, a decent time and wake up just feeling decent, like, I just already know the day's gonna be better. But sleep's just been a struggle for me lately, so that's part of it.
0: I like that day, actually. Like, I feel like that would be pretty similar to, like, a perfect of my days. Yeah. The next one we have is, like, your non-negotiables or red flags for dating whether it's on dating sites or, like, actual dating, things with past partners, or, like, the non-negotiables that you have to have when looking for, like, a future partner, it can kind of hit any of those.
2: Okay. (laughs) Um, I've only been on dating apps very briefly, but, like, anyone holding a fish? Yep, no. (laughs) I fucking can't. Like, and the worst part is, too, like, I go fly fishing with my dad. Like, I like doing it. I like being outside, but I, like, Something about you just, like, holding your little rainbow trout. Like, fuck, no, I can't. And I don't know what it is. I, I don't know why. I've seen, like, this TikTok trend,
0: and it was kind of a little bit ago, so I don't know if it's still going around. But it was, like, girls showing pictures of their guys, like, smiling so big with a fish, and then their shitty smiles when they're, like, holding them. Like these men would oh. be like, "Hell oh, yeah, yeah!" Like I oh caught my this fish, God. and then like go to a picture of them too, like and posing, like, t- and t- the man has the most like uninterested smile on their face, and I was that like, "That's a flagged flag." Egg. That immediate is a major
2: egg. wow! Imagine getting more excited over a fucking fish. Than I know.
0: I was like, I- "I'm hurt for them." <laughs> I am, too. That would suck. That's terrible.
2: Oh, so, nice. no fish. Yeah, no fish. <laughs> I can't have you, like, in a fish you caught and pulled out of a river more than me. Sorry. Mm-mm. Can't do that. What else? Um, for dating apps, it's, like, the, that one. And then if you can't fucking, like, all group pictures, who the fuck are you? Yeah. Like, I, I feel like you're trying to hide behind your hotter friend or your brother or something like Ooh. that. So... Well, because a lot out. of people... Call them out. Well, a, <laughs> a lot of people on dating apps swipe, like, like, they don't read bios. No. And, like, I... Skim. Um... But, like, you don't look at bios. You mostly look at them. And, like, you're kind of like, do they look like they could be nice? Do they look attractive? Am I attracted to them? Yes, no, maybe so. But, like, when they're all group pictures, it's just so Something's hard. fishy. Honestly, to me, it's, like, the first picture should be just you. Or, like, you and your dog. Yeah, or you and your dog mm-hmm. is okay. I've seen a couple people with, like, their cat. And, like, or whatever. You know what I mean? Or, like, that's fine. And I've also seen a couple people who it's, like, a picture of them with, like, like a, like, a celebrity, like, they met someone at a concert or something. Yeah. Like, that's fine. I obviously know you're not fucking- Taylor like, Swift. Yeah. Like, <laughs> fucking Lizzo or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, clearly. But, like, all group pictures is just really hard. No, that's what Allison said, too. She said, no fish, yeah. no group pictures. Yeah. I, I Honestly, when I was listening to Allison, I was like, I don't use dating apps that much, but a lot of hers are, like, mine. And I just, like, can't.
0: Okay, then aside from dating apps, like, being in a relationship, do you have a few non-negotiables that, like- you're looking for in a partner, okay. we can cover that first. The most
2: recent one that I have just... I recently just got out of a relationship that I was in for over a year and a half. <laughs> How raunchy can I get on this podcast? <laughs> I mean,
0: <laughs> as raunchy as you want to be. Okay. <laughs> um, this is your story. <laughs> you
2: tell it. <laughs> got out of a year and a half relationship. The sex has got to be good. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, <laughs> Alexis is just meeting me for the first time. Sorry. Um, Marissa got some of this when I was drunk at volleyball last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I.
0: Well, we had this conversation while we were skating a therapy skate session last November when she was still with this person, and she had told me. And again, like all of this is in a nice way. This is all like I feel like there's other people who have experienced this, so it's not even like raunchy. We should, should not be raunchy or taboo to talk about,
2: yeah, that's true. Like
0: your pleasures in in a relationship or just on your own or whatever. But we were talking, and she was just like, I don't know. I think I'm like asexual because I just, I just don't know anymore. Like I'm not any of this, and I'm like, yeah, totally valid. You could also be that, but hot take. <laughs> it might just be your partner because, like, you might just not be enjoying it with the person that you're with. That doesn't mean that you don't, you know, want to have that ever again. And I remember her just being like, yeah, I don't know. And then (laughs) last week at volleyball, she was like, yeah, you were right.
2: (laughs) 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 So, I don't know. Take with that as you wish. Anybody listening? (laughs) Yeah, um, if you get out of a long relationship and you think, man, I don't know if I'm asexual or what, just uh, go get laid and specifically ask for what you want and then... You'll probably find your answer. The answer is gonna be yes, you're you're not into it, or nope, wrong person. Because my answer was nope, wrong person. Well, there we go. Yeah. Well, I think the worst part about it was like I tried to communicate it, but it was like asking. Not being heard. Well, yeah, like anytime I asked for something or asked to meet halfway, I somehow ended up apologizing. And that was, like, that was my other thing. That's was I was like, red flag. Like, I'm so willing to try to make anything work and, like, keep trying. Mm-hmm. But then it, like, got to this point where I was like, shit, dude, when am I, like, I was, like, I never have enough time. And, again, it was, like, shortly after I transferred to this new store with a new group of people, and I was, like, mentally not good one day. And one of my other shift leads, like, on my team came up to me and was like, hey you seem really off and I'm like I'm just really anxious because like I'm working a lot this week because another shift lead was out in the hospital for a whole week Mm -hmm. so like me and one other guy were picking up all these shifts and like we both hit overtime that week and it was rough and I was like I just know like I'm picking up all this time this week and my phone is blowing up because I never have enough time for someone else but like my job I love it. it is so important to me and I knew it was just one tough week, and I was, like, you know, helping out because, like, literally one of my shift leads was, like, in the hospital. Right, right, right. Like, it wasn't like, I'm scheduled like that every week or something, mm-hmm. you know? It's like, life happens, and sometimes you gotta pick up the slack, but, like, I don't work a 9-to-5, and I don't want to work a 9-to-5. Like, this is what I want, and I do well with it, and I felt like nothing was good enough. And then he turned to me and said, if they matter, the amount of time you give is enough mm-hmm. Or they'll be able to communicate that to you in a way that, like, makes sense, and you guys will find a compromise. And it doesn't make me feel bad. bad. Yeah, Because you what can't what bring said. 50-50 to a relationship all the time. Like, some, some days you're going to have
0: a 20, yep. and your partner can bring the other 80, and, like, vice versa. And the communication is what's important. But, also, stop treading hard in stagnant water. Oh shit. Go back <laughs> to all the right. song episode. Yep. That was the lyrics yep. that was in my song that we talked about is like, don't be putting in all this work. Another part of the lyric was like, if you show up nine to five and you don't get paid on time, take it as a hint. Don't wait it out. Like, that's your red flag right there. Yeah. And I mean, everybody has to learn. And
2: if I'm remembering correctly, you were like this person's first. Like, girlfriend? First First, real relationship. Like, dated people in high school and college a little bit, but, like, first serious relationship.
0: So, to that extent, like, there is some leeway that I mean you could give it's not something that you have to give but if that's something that you're willing to work through and try to help him through that first kind of relationship that's totally acceptable but there's also just some things like you can still have your non-negotiable list and that communication should still be a given and like the effort should still be there and like recognizing that it's not working or he shouldn't be addressing you like that or whatever no matter if it's your first girlfriend seventh like whatever there should still be some like boundaries.
2: And I think that was a big part of it for me like when we had our conversation in November cause like we didn't just talk about the like, the sex is bad cause it was, but we talked about other stuff too and like it was like he moved down here to be with me and I thought maybe part of it was just like he'd only been here for a couple months, he hadn't made any friends yet he was hanging out with me and my friends. Lot, yeah. And like other than me he knew nobody so he used to get in, acclimated to a new job and all this other stuff. I remember people at volleyball were like, oh did you guys move in together? I was like, fuck no. Like... He needs to establish himself as an individual. And I was mm-hmm. hoping, come six months, like come January time, it would be a little better place. balanced out. out. And it didn't. And it just didn't. And, like, honestly, yeah. probably should have called it quits then, but I was like, oh, you know. We're, we're. We all learn. Exactly. <laughs> we all learn and we grow. But other than the sex, which
0: can be important, what other red flags do you have? Or non negotiable? Sorry, we're starting there. So your non negotiable is for a future partner. Yeah. Is <laughs> sex has to be good. <laughs> sex has got to be good.
2: What else? Um, I think another big one, and this is going to sound really weird, but is the way they respond to their friends. And I think that sounds weird because I'm really big on not making jokes all the time that, like, put someone else down.
1: Mm. Or put like yourself, yourself down,
2: deprecating, yeah. Or, or like, like vice
0: versa, like joking
2: at someone else's expense Yes. when they're not a participating and member. And so, <laughs> like, I just a lot of times I'm like starting to date someone, and then I we go to like a group scenario or a group setting or a party or whatever, and I just like don't like the way I watch them interact with their friends. And like, I think that's important. And whether it's like. They ignore me and, like, don't pay attention to me. They put me down. They're putting someone else down or whatever. And I just think part of that is, like, because at some point someone is going to – like, they're going to get mad at you. They're going to be upset with you, right? And I'm always, like, the things you say when you're at your angriest are, like, the biggest weapons you have. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I always wonder, like, what type of thi- – like, the things you're saying now and you think it's a joke – like, imagine what you could say or do to me or someone else when you're when you're actually. actually upset. And I just am so much of, like, a, like, I don't think anyone is useless, and I don't think that anyone, like, doesn't have value, and, like, so when sometimes when people say things like that, even as a joke about someone, like, they don't even know or whatever, it just really, really bugs me, because I'm like, God, what, the, like, what the fuck do you say about me when I'm not around, or when I do something stupid, like, my typos are awful and things like that, and, like. I don't know.
0: And I you also, don't want to feel like you're on your toes in, yeah. with your partner or like walking on eggshells or you have to like prep your friends to be around your partner to be like, oh yeah, Hey, just to let you know, my partner likes to like
2: joke and like make fun of you. He doesn't mean it. Like,
0: like, I, don't, like I feel like you shouldn't have to do that. And especially because like a
2: lot of my friends are like in the LGBT community. So it's like... Like making jokes about like how people identify or who they are is like I cannot fucking oh completely that that is non-negotiable. Get the fuck out of my face. Mm -hmm. Like don't even talk to me. Don't like relationship. Don't even like we're never going there. Um, and that's a big one for me. And like, I mean, part of it too. Like I'm bisexual, so there's also that. Like the way like on dating apps, goddamn, can. But
0: some people are on social uh, like Tinder to no and, and, and that's fine like to, to only fuck. fuck and that's fine so they're just coming out the gate like they're like i'm not wasting any time yeah and i'll be honest
2: like right <laughs> now not on any dating apps but like right now like i said going for the hot girl summer um <laughs> but like regardless get it get it get it. Like, <laughs> like, that's that it. where we're at right now but like and that's fine but it's just like when when your thing is like looking for a relationship and then that is the first line I you. Well, yeah, that but it's that like, does like doesn't holy match. shit <laughs> that doesn't match at all so I understand but that. But I, I can, some people just don't read bios. So I usually just don't respond. I'm usually <gasps> just like,
0: we're not going here. <laughs> but I think that's a good thing to like pay attention to in terms of how people treat other people. One of my biggest things that I've always said is I pay attention to how they treat customer service workers. So if like yeah. we go to a restaurant, I am very attuned to like how you talk to the waiter or the waitress. And if you hold the door yeah. open, not even just for me, but like.
2: I'm not talking about the
0: typical, like, chivalry shit. I'm just saying, like, are you a nice person to customer service workers? Because that is a huge red flag for me. And not everybody is. And you can also tell the people who have worked in customer service versus the ones who haven't on how they treat those people. And I think that's, like, the biggest thing that I look for on, like, first dates when you're at those kinds of places. Because you usually go to the movies or you go to the restaurant or you go get ice cream. Like, I pay attention to all of that. So I think it's the same um, like sentiment to watch how they interact with like their friends or my friends yeah. or their family or like how do you talk about your parents or like when your mom calls like I think that kind of stuff is important.
1: Mm-hmm. I yeah.
2: agree. It's just tricky. It, it's just <laughs> weird. <laughs> but yeah I think those are my biggest ones. Um, I feel like I had another one that I was thinking of.
0: Because right now you got good sex nice <laughs> to their friends. Don't treat me.
2: Oh <laughs> The, so, I have this other weird thing about, like, I don't want to say po- being positive all the time, but, like, not hating everything. hmm Like because, a Debbie like, Downer. like, I like, have spent too much of my life hating things and just being upset about things, but, like, people who are just, like, so ready to be like, God, today, like, like, there's no come back from this, whatever, or they just talk about how much they hate this or that or whatever, it's, like, like... Depending, like, unless they're, it's someone or something that's hurting another, like, why do you fucking care? Let it go. I don't give a shit. Like, <laughs> cry I cry and then move on. <laughs> Literally, mm-hmm. I cry all the time. Uh, <laughs> I do. Okay. I get angry, I cry. I'm sad, I cry. I'm
0: happy, I cry. I'm feeling, I'm crying. <laughs> Feel your emotions. Your feelings are valid, and your emotions aren't meant, or your feelings are not meant to be, like, made sense out of or to be fixed. Your feelings are meant to be felt. So, like, if you're sad, you're allowed to cry. And you don't have to, like, fix it. You don't have to be, like, pulled out of this depth. You could just be sad
1: mm-hmm.
2: and then be happy again and then, like, be angry and then yeah. keep going. Like, like, let yourself exist in that moment and in that emotion mm-hmm. and then, like, process it, go through it, and come out on the other side of it. Not, like, wallow in it or, like, obsess over it to the point that, like, it's catastrophic. Like, not everything is going to fall apart. I mean, if you think, think it is constantly, maybe it will, but, you know. Hmm. Manifest the wrong shit. Literally. <laughs>
1: Okay, so the next question is going to be, what are your non-negotiables for friendships and, like, setting boundaries?
2: That's a tricky one. I'm going to be honest. I'm, like, the kind of person that, like, you could spill hot coffee on me and I'd be like, I'm sorry. (laughs) like, (laughs) trying not to be, but, well. So, people pleaser. Yes, definitely. But also, though, like, if you have hurt someone that I care about, I will kill you. No, nope. <laughs> like not actually, Mama Bear like, Alley. Like kind of though. Like I'm like honest to fucking God. Like I there are people I want to fight for you. Like I'm not kidding. Like I would freaking like if they squared up with you like out <laughs> like outside of work or something. I'd be like, yeah, let's fucking go. Like, God, I, I would be right go. there. But it's just like you know you gotta treat the people that like I care about well and it's like I don't need you like all of my friends to get along with each other or or to like each other but they need to get along they need to respect each other's people yeah and so like one of my big ones is just like don't be a dick I guess like to my other friends or, or like my sister I have a twin sister so like and some people she would not get along with like people I was friends with in high school and stuff but I ended friendships because they like actively talked about how they didn't like her or like they Would make fun of her or something and I was like yeah and I don't fucking give a shit about you
1: Mm -mm. and
2: it's they would be like well like I was just kidding or whatever same thing like with my like before like making fun of your own friends or whatever like I don't really give a shit if you think it's funny it's not funny to me and I'm done with it Mm -hmm. but like that's a big one for me and I think another one is like if I am there for you all the time because I usually am (laughs) I don't expect you to necessarily, like, answer all of my 2 a.m. phone calls or something, because 9 times out of 10, I won't call anyone anyway. Um, but, like, there's got to be, like, some give and take. There's got to be some of that that feels like a two-way street. Like, I'm putting in this much effort, and you're putting in this much effort as well to people that I would consider, like, a good friend. Because you're, like, different friends for different reasons. Mm-hmm. So, like, some people, like, we just hang out and go out and do fun things. Like, that, and that's fine. We, we hang out at group settings, and that's it. And, like, that's great. That's fine. That's whatever. I know that happens a lot with, like, like your friend's, like, significant others. Like, you mm-hmm. might not know them very well, but, like, you talk to them and hang out with them in group events, but, like, or at a wedding. Like, I've been going to weddings all the time lately. But, like, I'm not gonna, like, put a ton of effort into, like, you know, my friend's significant other because, like, they don't like the same things as me and I just don't know them as well. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you... <laughs> this happened last fall and I talked to you about it, too, at work. Um, like, if you like text me out of the blue like hey sorry I haven't been around lately just not really feeling myself and then they're like what's new with you and it's like oh like my dog I had for 14 years like died a few weeks ago my mom was in the hospital and then this happened like and they're like oh like I had no idea and I'm like yeah because you just aren't around mm-hmm. like if you ask him to tell you but if you don't ask, I'm not necessarily going to give it to you because like if time and time again, you've proven me that like you don't, you don't want to, or aren't willing to put the effort in to be there. then I'm not going to give you that much time. Mm-hmm.
0: And then like people get mad about it. <laughs> well, I think the biggie for that is also if they're not going to put the time in for you, but they're constantly coming to you for their problems. Yeah, and exactly. their exactly. And that's where and it's like, like, damn dude. <laughs> yeah. They're like, I need you to support me. I need you. I need your help. Like I'm crying or whatever, whatever. And then when it comes to like being there for you and they're nowhere to be found, red flag.
2: Yeah, and it's just shitty. It's just really shitty. It feels super, like, I didn't realize how, like, manipulative that kind of is. Like, at first I was just like, oh, they just, like, don't care enough. And I was like, no, it, it almost feels like they're getting more out of this than I am, and it's like, they're gonna keep me around because I'm small, gullible, naive enough to be like, yeah, it's fine, I want to help people. And, like, I do want to help people. I, like, always want to help people and, like, be there for people, like, whether it's work or friends or family or whatever. But also, like, you can't pour from an empty cup, so I gotta make sure I know who I'm pouring into, kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. So, that's been a big one that over, I think, just, like, the last, like, year or two, I've been like, nope. yeah, nope. (laughs) Nope. I like that. Yeah. Mm Yeah. I also think another big one for me is when the things that matter to me don't matter to others. And, like, not in the sense that, like, I need you to care as much as me about this specific thing because, like, obviously maybe it's not your thing or whatever. But, like, if I'm proud of something I did or I'm, like, hey, look at this thing I accomplished and you just, like, blow me off or you say, like, oh, what's about damn time or whatever or, like, like, again, my job is super important to me so it's, like, if I have one rough day and I'm like, man, today was rough and your response is to tell me to quit my job and that all my problems would be solved. Like I'm so not there Sometimes I just want to vent and you just listen to me. Yeah. And then the (laughs) other thing too is like, I'm just not someone who's like one bad day is not going to make me like give up on someone, something or anything. Mm -hmm. And I know that like, again, it's kind of like that like negativity thing. Like, are you always looking for like the worst case scenario? And that's why I like, can't do that with like significant others or friends really. Like I can't do people trying to find all the bad. I just, Life is a shit show enough. I can't have other people trying to make it like more of a shit show. Like mm-hmm. fucking stop. No, yeah. It's why like the media I consume is like I like I don't like to watch like really sad movies. I don't like to watch like I've heard of like like so many good books and movies and things. People are like, Oh, you should read this or watch this and I'm like, I know it's really sad. And, and it's like, like but like to the point that like it's something that like I don't wanna say like would trigger me. But it would, like, borderline just put me in a really weird state. Yeah, yeah, Have you watched,
0: or you, have you watched the Lewis Capaldi music video?
1: No, because I know it's going to make me cry. Yeah, it's a really sad music
0: video, and I haven't watched it either. But it's, like, one of those things where people are like, you have to watch it. And they're actively making TikToks of them ugly sobbing, being like, this is the saddest thing I've ever seen. You have to watch it. And I'm like... No, I like, don't. Like, maybe I don't want to. <laughs> or, like, I don't want to cry and ruin my entire day. Like, <laughs> yeah. But some people like that. Some people love to listen to stuff or watch something because that, like, helps them and aids them and just, like, a good cry and, that, like, good for but you. I think it can be really cathartic right, right, at times. Right, right. But, but, like, damn, dude, i do not want to go from 100 into to, that.
2: like, take me all the way down to the fucking floor.
0: yeah. No, people get wrecked by that, and I'm, don't do it. I would
2: say, I have not seen it, but damn, I don't think I will now. Don't. It was, like, I just remember when I was, like, in high school, maybe it was in high school, college, I don't know, when that Happier song was a oh, thing. Oh, yeah. And that music video had, like, this little girl getting a puppy, and mm-hmm. then she grew up, and the dog died, and then, like, she is an adult, her grandfather got her, like, her kids, like, the grandkid a puppy, and, like it was like, it was, like, a flashback, and I was, like damn, dude, that was a yellow lab. And I had a yellow lab when I was a kid. You know what I mean? And it just like, set me on a spiral. Mm-hmm. Most normal people would be like, that was a wholesome music video. And I was like, damn, that ruined me for a whole day. Literally. Like, I like, I'm, I'm too can't. emotional for that shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, kind of like speaking on, in terms of just your boundaries or things that, you know, are red flags or non-negotiables in friendships and in relationships and whatnot, to kind of like sum all of that up or something completely different up to you. What is... A non-negotiable that you have learned from your past and like why you learned it or how you learned it like a lesson you've learned the hard way
2: it could be something super simple or easy or it could be something like really deep and heartfelt I think one of them is the like the common saying too is like if he wanted to he would And like i would so basic so everybody uses that all the time now but like honestly like anything friends family a significant other whatever if they wanted to they would when it comes to just, like, checking in, making time to spend time with you, like, caring about the things that you care about. And I think that's, like, a big thing that over the past couple years, I've just kind of realized that, like, I got out of one toxic relationship and jumped pretty much almost immediately into, like, the safest one possible. And I thought that by jumping into the safety net, it would be better for me. And in the long run, I realized that, like, it was a safety net in some aspects, but in other ways, it was more manipulative and more, Toxic To the point that also, like, you never know a person as... I, I feel like now, like, I you don't know a pe- person as well as you think you do. Like, I have seen sides of the two people I've been in a relationship past recently that, like, I never thought I would have seen. Mm-hmm. And it's something that, like, is genuinely terrifying. And, like, scary as all shit. But, like, a big part of that is that all it was was me asking for, like, a little bit. And being met with, like, this crazy hostile response. And then, at the beginning, I just brushed it off. It's like, oh, it's not a big deal. Oh, we'll work it out. We'll figure it out. He said he's gonna be better. She said she's gonna be better. Like we're gonna put more effort into each other. We'll make more time for each other. Whatever. And like, sometimes it's not about them apologizing over and over. And that's where like I talked about that thing with the apology thing. I was like, damn, I never thought that that would be like my apology, like love language or whatever you call it. Like that, I need you to tell me what is the specific plan. How are you gonna make this better? And then I'm gonna hold you accountable for it. And it's probably because, realistically, in the past, no one's given me a plan Mm -hmm. or really stuck to it to the point that, like, now it's like, I need that or I don't know what to do. Well, I mean, that goes with, like, even just the
0: saying of that if he wanted to, he would. We talked about that on an episode where more specifically than just, like, he wanted to, he would, taking it one step farther and saying, like, as long as you have communicated that... After that, yeah, like, if he wanted to, he would. If he wanted to take you seriously and if he did care about your feelings and those conversations that you've had about this problem that you guys are having, then he would have a plan or make efforts to change it. If you're going into it saying, like, he wanted to, he would, but you've never talked to him about it, that's a completely different thing that, like, we've kind of unpacked previously. But, like, Mm -hmm. yeah, if you've you've talked about it, you're having issues, and you're like, hey, I don't like this, and I need you to fix it or whatever, and he's like, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm going to be better about it, And then he doesn't time and time again, then yeah, at that point, he's like my viewpoint. I don't know if this is actually like true with everybody, but I've also experienced that where we have, you know, argued about the same things like for months, for years, the same kind of issues and the same conclusion, or we make a different game plan, but still nothing is happening. And at that point I would come to them and be like, I just feel like at this point you are actively choosing. Not to do the things that you said you're going to do or you're actively choosing to not care or to, like, yeah, yeah. if he wanted to, he would. I'm like, Because we've already talked about this at depths, at lengths, yeah. and you were still just, like, it just doesn't matter. So, like, yeah, if he wanted to, he would, as long as you guys have talked about yep. it, communicated it, mm-hmm. made that clear, and then they're actively going against Like, the things that you guys have talked about.
2: Yeah, and it's just, like, one of those things where it's, like, like I said earlier, too, with, again, that, like, apology thing is, like, you don't expect perfection just because the one time you're, like, hey, you did this, it bothered me, Mm -hmm. it hurt my feelings, it, like, offended me, whatever. But, like, knowing that, like, I need you to let me hold you accountable to you saying that I'm going to be better, I'm going to do this, I'm going to try harder, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to watch what I say or how I act around you or how much time I give you or whatever and how much I expect from you. And then, like, literally, like, it gets better for a week or two. And then we're back at square one. And it's, like, how many times are you are going to keep going around this merry-go-round? Like, until, mm-hmm. like, you're, like, fuck this. I just want to get off. Mm-hmm. And I think, again, because, like, I'm kind of a people pleaser. Um, <laughs> people say, like, oh, yeah, I'll do that. It'll be fine. I think, like, oh, it's just a bad day. Oh, it's just this or whatever. I want to, like, rationalize the like, the behavior that other people have towards me. But I'm and just going to the- see the good in them, which isn't a- inherently a negative quality But it's kind
0: of like toxic positivity where you could only think of the good stuff, which isn't, it's not any better than only thinking of the bad stuff. You have to have that middle ground. So the same thing is like being a people pleaser inherently is not a bad thing unless you're at the extreme of like putting yourself at risk for certain things because you're just like, well, I know what they meant. They didn't mean that. Like, I know that they love me Well, Sometimes it's like you don't know what you don't know.
2: So like if you don't tell someone... That's been, like, a big thing with me, like, in every aspect of my life. It's, like, I don't know what I don't know, so if I do something, you should fucking tell me. Mm -hmm. And, like, vice versa. Just, like, trust me that, like, if you do something, I will tell you. And, like, I've, like, had friends and, like, significant others and everything who are, like, super nervous. I'm, like, upset with them or mad at them. And part of it's just I happen to have a lot of people, friends, who, like, I think just have anxiety. Mm -hmm. And so you just, like, you know, you get this anxious thought of, like, everybody hates me and this is why. And then I always cycle it back to, like, how much do you trust me? And they're like, oh, like, a lot. And I'm like, okay, would you trust me to tell you if something bothered me? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, okay. Like, like let's, like, rationalize, like, therapy, let's rationalize this. Let's talk about how, like, and I'm like, if you need me to reassure you, that's fine. I'll reassure you just, every time. Just, yeah, let me know. <laughs> but, like, please do not sit in your car or at home or whatever and just stare at a wall and think oh my god, everybody hates me and put me on that list without talking to me first. Mm -hmm. And that's where, like, the same thing. It's like, because I know that I've had people who have thought like that, I'm like, okay, well, if someone does upset me, I feel like I have to tell them. Like, and I just do. And sometimes, too, like, my therapist always told me, too, before I got good at that, was like, if it bothered you after 24 hours, address it in 48. I think that's a really good mindset to have when you're like, (gasps) wait,
0: you're moving on, unless this is not the same one. But the next question... It's like, what's the best piece of
2: advice you've ever been given? And honestly, think that's one of them, yeah. Like, I, she told me that years ago, because, like, I've been seeing her for years, and she told me, if it bothers you after 24, address it in 48. I I've used it at, like, my old job when I worked in the vet clinic world, because it was a bunch of, like, women, honest to God, and we were all friends, and around the same age, but, like, also, because of that, we sometimes got on each other's nerves, and, like, you know, when it's a group of girls, like, sometimes they talk shit, you yeah, know, that's what we mm-hmm. do. And... But, like, same thing, like, even with Starbucks. There are people who are, like, man, this shift lead, this barista, whatever, just did this. And I'm, like, sit on it. Don't react in the moment because, like, you might be too heated or upset. Mm -hmm. Like, and, like, especially, like, at Starbucks, we're, like, you know, don't address it on the floor. If it's, like, really bad. You know, if it's just, like, hey, you gotta steam your milk first, whatever, do that. But, like, if it's about, like, attitude or something, we're, like, don't do it on the floor in front of others. So, like, you know, if it bothers you for 24, address it in 48 because if you don't, the next time something happens that's not even as bad, you're going to blow it out of proportion. You're going to be like, oh, this happens to me every time Mm -hmm. I work with so-and-so or whatever. You, like, bottle it up. And the only thing that happens Mm -hmm. when you bottle up is you explode. And then nine times out of ten, too, it's like someone might say something or respond in a way and not realize they're coming off that way. I used to be the most blunt-ass bitch when I coached at Starbucks, when I first started and first became a manager. And I didn't know that. Until someone Until, like, a barista who was a new hire at the time was like, Hey, I don't know if you know this, but sometimes you come off like really pissed. And I was like, oh shit, why? They're like, you're just kind of like matter of fact telling me things. And I was like, oh. And they're like, I mean, what you're telling me is right. They're like, but it, I just was like highly really really angry. angry. And I was like, shit, never knew that. But then, like, most people you talk to now, if you were like, oh, do you think Ali coaches in a way that's really aggressive or anything, they'd be like, no, like, never. It, do I slip up? Yeah, because no one's fucking perfect. But like, It's one of those things that, like, I had no fucking idea till that one person told me I was probably being a dick to people for months. Nobody fucking told me. (laughs) Well, that sucks. But it must not have bothered them that much or they would have brought it up. Yep. Hopefully. Maybe (laughs) in the moment. Maybe they just talked shit about me when I was gone. Who knows? I mean, yeah. But that's the other thing, though, is then, like, it doesn't bother me if you talk shit about me. Because if you can't say it to my face, fuck it. I'm not worth your time.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think that if you have an issue, I'm just a very confrontational person, so I've always Mm -hmm. thought this, but, like, if you have an issue and you Just fucking won't deal with bring it. it up to me, then it, it doesn't matter that much to you. Yeah. Like, if you would rather sit with that discomfort on yourself and have beef with yourself over something, like, like, I don't know what to do with that. Yeah, like, if I don't know what I don't know, and if I pissed you off unknowingly- I can't fix it. I can't make it right. I can't apologize for how I came off. I can't do anything unless you tell me. And not every confrontation needs to be something negative. Like, confrontation inherently is not a negative thing. And I think that, like, if you're not willing to bring it up to someone in a conducive manner, then, like, it's irrelevant. Like, that opinion is irrelevant in my eyes. If you're not willing to bring it up to me, I'm not going to stress over what you think of me behind my back. And I've had to learn that. Like, I used to obsess over that and, like, want everyone to like me all the time. And I would be so obsessed about what people were saying about me and when I wasn't in the room or, like, whatever because of whatever reason. But, like, now I'm just, like, I cannot be bothered with people who are not going to bring things up to me because I'm the only person that can either explain myself, defend myself, apologize, or make it right. And, like, if you're not going to give me the opportunity to do that, then you don't really have a problem with what I did. Like, (laughs) Enough to try to fix it.
1: People can't read minds. Like we don't have that superpower. And you can't expect someone to know exactly like what you're feeling and what impacted you because people are responsible for their actions, but they don't know your reactions to that unless you like verbally state it. And so like you can't expect someone just to like look at you and know, like, oh, I upset them. You know? So say it. Say your piece.
0: Just say and it's and it can be scary. It's something that you have to work at. I think confrontation is like a skill and I wasn't always good at it I will say I've always loved confrontation but when I was younger yeah I would do it very like aggressively not knowingly but like Mm -hmm. I'm thinking like middle school high school like I always had problems with like specifically my teachers or whatever and and not like with my teachers but they would come to me saying that like the way that I acted or something was bad and I'm like what was bad about what I said and then like how you said like what I was saying wasn't wrong. Everybody just kept telling me, they're like, it's the way you say it, Marissa. And I was never aware of like my tone or even like facial expressions of like, when I say something, like I might say it and it might be correct, but like I'm saying it in a completely bitchy way. So like literally since middle school, like that's been a skill that I've been trying to like hone in and be self-aware of like my facial expressions or like how I'm saying it in my tone. And even like a lot of psychology things help. Like now when I have confrontation, especially in the workplace, I use all of, like, those tricks in the books in terms of, like, me taking a seat and that person can stand. Like, I'm trying to diminish any kind of, like, look of power or me being bigger than them or, like, putting myself um, in a in a part of the room that, like, closes them off from an exit. Like, I'm trying very intentionally not to be intimidating. Like all of those things are going through my head now because I was never aware of them and I used to do them a lot, but like not on purpose. Mm -hmm. I would just like be standing up to someone and being like, why are you doing this? And they're like, well, you're intimidating me. And so now I'm like actively, I sit down, let them stand. I let them be near the exit. Like little things like that, I think go a long way and I was never really like aware of it. So, but in general, I've always been one to bring things up to people if they hurt me or if I feel like I've hurt them, then I'll ask them. I'm like, hey, (laughs) this happened. And, like, we all have a little bit of anxiety, maybe, around those things. So, there's times that I have sat in my car and being, like, Allie hates me. Not, like, actually. But, like, if I do, I would bring it it up to you and be, like, hey, I did this and then I feel like there's tension. What's going on? Like, I have no problem addressing that. But I think you should still do it. And I think that piece of advice is really helpful in terms of, like, the time limit on it of, like, think about it for 24 hours. And if you're still, like, just as mad about it and it's worth bringing up because it's going to positively impact you your relationship with that person whether it's a work relationship or whatever
2: then talk about it within 48 hours. I think it's really great like mindset for work because like sometimes things happen and it's not a big deal but in the moment it really bother you and if you address it right then like it's it could become heated. a big deal and mm-hmm. you don't need it to. But then it's like if it still bothers you a day later then like it's worth bringing up and it's like worth addressing and I always tell people like the same thing you say it was like confrontation does not have to be negative Mm -mm. it just has to be something you're willing to try and like you know call each other out on your bullshit my fucking boss called me out on my bullshit today like honestly she did and like good for her because like it was one comment I made but it wasn't right and I needed to be held accountable for it yeah because that's the only way that you'll learn as well is that people hold everybody accountable but in a respectful
0: way yep Mm
1: -hmm. agreed
0: I think it kind of goes hand in hand with like piece of advice, but we end every episode with a notable quotable, which is basically just your favorite quote or song Mm. lyric, something that motivates you, inspires you, keeps you going and whatnot. And every time we have guests, we always have our guests bring their favorite quote. So if you would share with the class (laughs) your favorite quote, something that helps
2: you. favorite quote from recently is I just, I'm almost done with it, but I'm reading this book found on TikTok called It Ends With Us probably seen it on TikTok. Is it by the
0: Colleen girl? Yes. Okay. If you're on
2: book talk it's been very popular but in like the very beginning you meet one of the characters and he's talking to the other character and like the main character Lily and he says to her that he doesn't believe there are bad people. There are just people who do bad things. Hmm. And I literally looked at that and was like bull fucking shit. Um, (laughs) But then I thought about it and I thought how many times have you misstepped, or made a mistake, and really... And we look at it as, like, oh, I ruined this, or I fucked this up, but really it's just an opportunity for growth. And that's why I think that, like, I really like... I mean, obviously there are things that, like, are really terrible. Like, you know, like, literal crimes and shit. But, like, <laughs> you know, don't go like, killing <laughs> literal people. Literal crimes. Um, But, like, when you think about it, it's, like, people think, like, oh, she's a bad person because she cheated on her boyfriend. Or he's a bad person because... He left her at the altar. I don't know why I'm picking only relationship examples right now, but that's what's coming to my head. Um, like, he's a bad person because he got in a fight at a party or whatever. But maybe it's not that they're bad people, they're just people and they made a mistake. And I always think mistakes are opportunities for growth. Like, I don't get mad and upset about mistakes at work or at home or with, like, all the creative shit I do. I fuck shit up all the time. Mm -hmm. But, like, the best part about it is, like, again, when you give that to someone or you do it or you put it on your wall or whatever, is like, I can literally look at some of the stitching projects I've done because I've been doing them a lot lately and be like, right here I fucked up, like, eight stitches. Or, like, when I knit, I have a tendency to add stitches, which is really fucking weird. So I'll have a row that, like, has, like, a little tumor, like, bump on it on, like, a scarf or something. But that's what makes it handmade, is the fact that it's not perfect. And that's how I, like, want, I think people should view other people, is that, like, they are fuck-ups, and we're all a little bit broken. But it's okay, because we're just people.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. A good book, though. Read that. (laughs) I like that.
1: I like that, too. It makes me think of, like, the way you described it, the, like, hurt people, hurt people thing, where, like, there's no bad people there's just hurt people that may do bad things sometimes
0: Mm -hmm. I feel like everybody Mm -hmm. comes with their own baggage and trauma and not everybody is doing the things that they do like consciously to spite anyone or to like hurt anyone Mm -hmm. on purpose and I think that's something too to like just give people grace and to like meet them where they are and understand that everybody's going through something that no one knows about and instead of yeah assuming the worst in everybody it's just Like, yeah, that person is having a bad day. Like, someone does blow up at you at work or something. Like, you know, someone gets a quick attitude and you're like, whoa. You can immediately (laughs) be like, I hate this person. Like, she was so mean to me. She's a bitch. You could just go off. Or you could be like, let's actually, like, look at this. Has Allie ever blown up at me like this before? When she does, does she usually come back and apologize? Like, or little things like that and realize that this isn't a character trait. This isn't like a a thing that she does often. This isn't a repeated behavior. She's probably just having a bad day. Like, Mm -hmm, let's think about this, like, logically and with grace rather than, like, completely ridiculing someone for, like, one, yeah, misstep or just one mistake, one bad thing, quote-unquote, that they did.
2: Yeah. I I think, too, like, a lot of times, too, people, like, they think, like, especially, like, in workplaces, they're like, perfection is, like, what we should be striving for. And I always tell people, too, like, another, I guess another one for me is – Perfection is not attainable and it's not sustainable. Mm -hmm. It's an ideal Mm -hmm. that you will never actually reach. So, if you keep striving for perfection, but you're willing to just say that, like, you're in the mindset of, I want to continue to grow continuously, great. But if you're striving for perfection to the point that you were like breaking all your fingers and bleeding for something, it's never going to be healthy. Mm -mm. And, like, I just had a conversation with someone at work about that today. Like, I was like, hey, the goal is not perfection, the goal is to continue growing every single day.
0: Yeah. I like it. I like that. I've been holding this tidbit in because as soon as you said a book from TikTok, I thought of this story today, but it's a funny story, so I didn't want to interrupt your notable portable. (laughs) So we're going to end the episode on a nice, funny note. (laughs) So today, (laughs) I posted on my Instagram stories that I was like, I'm so proud of this thumbnail I made for Cohen. Like, everybody look at it, you know? And I posted it, and I was like looking at it on my computer, and someone DM'd me and was just like, yeah, that's a nice thumbnail. I just couldn't help but notice the tabs that you had open, and one of the tabs was smut books. (laughs) (laughs) No
2: way! (laughs) And I was like,
0: shut the fuck up. (laughs) You saw nothing. (laughs) I didn't delete it, though, because there was only one person that commented on it, Mm -hmm. so I have no idea if more people saw it, but I was dying. I was like, well, could have been worse. (laughs)
1: You're moving into the smut book realm. That's what I love. Well, I actually,
0: I was like making a reel, and I didn't post it today, but behind the scenes, I was making a reel today of like my summer bucket list and just doing kind of like. You wanted them to read a smut book. Oh, not a smut book, book, but it was just like reading like a book series. And obviously, yes, like we've talked a a lot about smut on here (laughs) and how like that's what people want me to get into. So I was like pulling pictures from Pinterest of just like aesthetic like book pictures, because I was, like, adding this to, like, this collage that I'm making for yeah. my reel, but then I was, like, well, what series would I read? So, I was, like, Googling, like, smut books, like, so I was, like, <laughs> I don't know any of them, so it was, like, a very harmless Google search, but that girl was, like, Marissa? What she got us there? <laughs> That's too fucking funny. <laughs> so, I also want to let people know that, like, I, I, everybody notices literally everything, like, the <laughs> one terrifying. downside of me posting my life on the internet. Is I'm like, God, like, the things that y'all notice that I don't even notice. Well, I, like, that wraps it up. Did you have fun?
2: Of course. Being a great. guest. Yeah. Going from listener to guest. Yeah, I think it was actually pretty neat to go from listener to guest. And also because, like, like, Tori was your first one. So, mm-hmm. like, she obviously hadn't heard any of them before. And then I was just thought it was funny because some of the things that, like, we talked about were things that you had discussed in some of your podcast episodes. I was like, Oh, I'm going to retake the love language quiz or whatever. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And do some of those things too. And it was just kind of funny to actually like get to sit here and then like discuss it with you guys. It was kind of fun. I liked it.
0: A random idea I had, I think we should do mm-hmm. like, I'll have to post about it or whatever, but see if we can do a happy hour episode, like with a listener, like someone can like
2: FaceTime in. Oh, that'd be so cool. I think that'd be so fun. You could do, like, a little, like, Instagram entry thing and, like, really select them from a wheel or something. Yeah. Like, like, you know, you can do, like, those internet wheels. That would be so cute. I think that'd be, okay.
0: I'm excited. I don't know when it'll happen. It's just an idea. But I'm happy that you came and I'm happy that you were our our third guest on Happy Hour. I know.
1: love
0: it. And I love that your therapist listened to us. Hello, Jen.
2: And you guys (laughs) listened to us in your therapy session. Yeah like I said she thought it was just like really interesting to like get to hear somebody else unpack like, my shit, mm-hmm. and then I told her, I was like, like I said, I was like, like she's studying for her master's, and, like, Marissa has a psychology degree, and she's like, oh, so they, like, kind of know what they're talking about. I'm like, yeah, and then she was like, well, how old are they? I was like, well, they're similar age to me, and this and that. She was like, okay, so similar life experiences probably too, like, mm-hmm. you can relate more, and this and that, and I was like, yeah, I think they probably can, and, like, you do a lot of working, like, between, like, Starbucks, Trek, and then, like, your YouTube, and everything else. Like, I was like, Marissa, like, is a busy girl, mm-hmm. and she was like, okay, cool, so it's just interesting, and I thought it was kind of funny because she told me that she asked for my permission to use that with other, like, clients that, like, have this, like, a similar work-life issue. And I was like, go right ahead. Like, why would, I mean, like, it's literally out, like. It's anonymous. It's an anonymous question, you know, and, like, it's out there for the world anyway. I guess it's not anonymous anymore, but, like, whatever. But you chose to not. Exactly, right. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I made that decision, you know what I mean? And, you know, so that was cool. And then. She even said she was going to go back and listen to the whole episode and see what the first one was. And I think because it was relationship-oriented, she's probably used that, too. Honestly. Oh, my heart.
1: That so, yeah, mean... she's a
2: very unconventional therapist. She shot me with a Nerf gun for a whole session straight. Yeah, oh, she should. Like, I love that shit. so much. You should do that, Alexis.
1: My little therapist
0: heart's exploding at that. You should get a Nerf gun and shoot your patients.
2: Literally. I it had, like, a full magazine. I was like, do what do the that. fuck is happening today? You can't do that?
1: no i work with a lot of kids and i ha- we have nerf guns but i have to teach them people are not for shooting you can shoot the doll in the corner <laughs> 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 or you cannot shoot me. that's amazing
0: <laughs> people are not for shooting oh <laughs> mm-hmm. well i hope you guys enjoyed this episode and yeah we're somehow in the works we'll figure out a way to get some of you or one of you or we'll like plan some every other something to get some listeners on this happy hour yeah. guest i think that'd be so cool so but keep an eye out on our instagram we'll be posting stuff for let's unpack that absolutely if you have things that you want us well by the time this comes out i think we would have already posted it
1: oh yeah we take it back But we'll you should more. still
0: follow us <laughs> it's what like the non-negotiable for me and keep an eye out for future episodes so that way yeah. you can ask questions if you need to and just be in the loop we try to do we try to have some fun on the instagram yeah but thank you guys so much oh no <gasps> alexis, don't you steal my
1: out. outro marissa
0: i i you gotta do
1: it okay thank you everybody for listening to it's a non-negotiable for me podcast with your host marissa alexis and ali and Ooh. we will talk to you next week bye bye, oh, bye. <laughs> <laughs>